previously on Tabletop Trouble. After splitting up to deal with the chaos befalling Ashvale, Rave, Kako, and Lessa finally catch up with Singri, the illegitimate merchant king of Ashvale. Being indebted by Galamar, the elemental lord of air, Singri had used a wish to claim his station. And now, being cornered by those who know the truth, Singri called upon Galamar to grant him one last wish, immortality. But genies rarely grant wishes as the wisher intends, and in granting Singri's final wish, he was transformed into a demon. Meanwhile, Isaac and Wiz return from their jaunt in the celestial plane, and in doing so discovered not only had the shard Isaac carried been revitalized, but brilliant pillars of light emanated from the remaining shards of Sildara. Scattered across the land, Issa frantically recorded their relative locations. But Isaac and Wiz did not have enough time to process this discovery, as the rest of their party, finally able to reach them with the Speaking Stone, informed them of the situation with Singri. Eager to rejoin their friends, Wiz cast a fly spell on himself and Isaac, and they rushed to their aid, dodging attempts at capture from Iron Jaw's forces. They arrived just in the nick of time to prevent Singri from escaping, and together the party managed to send the newly transformed demon to hell. But without a king, what now will happen to the city of Asheville? Singri's body falls in front of me, taking a couple steps back, and I'm just going to slump up against the corner of the room, just kind of like curl into a ball. <laughs> yeah, as you like collapse in pain, uh, you hear a voice in your head. She says, my, my, Jesus my, Christ. isn't that delicious? If I have to hear you after every single battle, I'm going <laughs> to lose it. Oh, you and I are far closer than you could ever realize. I'm always going to be at your side, Wiz. Yeah, what's my middle name? <laughs> Do you even know your middle name? <laughs> Wiz, what's your last name? Do you even name? know your real name? The, <gasps> oh. the point of the question was, you don't know my real name, so... Uh, oh, I know a lot more about you than you even know about yourself. <laughs> can, I, uh. can I sob out a little bit? Can I get some healing? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to make sure less is okay. Lessa seems fine. Um, you go over to talk to her, and like that shield that she's made out of water in the trident, like she takes a deep breath as it falls to water at her feet, and she says, "Oh, whoa, that was hard." Good job, though. I think a very little high five. Oh uh, yeah, she holds up her hand, and does a, a not a like enthusiastic high five. You could tell she's kind of drained mm -hmm. just from having to concentrate. I've made a decision. I want to drag myself up off the floor again. Stand up. I want to walk over to Singri and cut off his head. <laughs> that is my trophy. Yeah, you're slicing away at this head. Um, and as you slice through the last tendon and, and pull it free from the Please torso. Please tell me he doesn't turn back into Singri. No. Oh, thank God. No. He, he... <laughs> That'd be hard to explain if I show up to Ostro <laughs> Singri's head. <laughs> uh, you, you free the head from its body, but you hear the door behind you creak open. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay, I turn around. Uh, what now? Um, and stepping through this door is a very intimidating-looking lizard man. 
He's wearing a large black cloak um, that is uh, adorned with a yellow trim, and the bottom of his jaw has been replaced Fuck. with a steel prosthetic. Fuck! <laughs> and I don't have he, time for this iron jaw! As he steps into the room, <laughs> uh, his boots echoing through this now silent entryway. He's joined by about 13 guards, and he says, Well, 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 isn't this a sight? The same terrorists from the tower come here, killed all the guards, standing over the corpse of a demon. Gotta say, it looks a little sketchy. What did he just call you? (laughs) Did you just call them terrorists? What do you want, Iron Jaw? Mm, So my reputation precedes me. It's also a little obvious. (laughs) (laughs) He laughs and he says, Oh, no. You see, I came here to arrest the criminal known as Singri Mistwalker Ashking for crimes against the kingdom. You're a little late. Oh. You can have his body. So this is what is left of the Ash King, then? He walks over to the corpse. He gives it a, a swift kick with his boot. Okay. Magical terrorists who came in and committed murder on the lord of this town. Okay. So what you're saying is there's no way out of this other than disposing of you. <laughs> he says, oh, you are more than willing to try. Kakalu <laughs> just takes that- a fat step backwards. <laughs> not take this fight. I'm still sitting in a corner. <laughs> I don't believe that any of you, well, he looks at Isaac, Kako, and Lessa. Most of you are in any position to fight. Looks like a stiff breeze could blow you over. Fucking try me. I says, <laughs> no, we're going to do things civilized. Boys, cuff them. And the guards in the room Chinky. begin to <laughs> head towards your direction with manacles. God oh, damn I'm, it. I'm throwing punches. Fucking punching. <laughs> I'll no. make this easy. Oh, my God. No. Hold on. Hold on. So they are about to enter the room fully. They have entered the room at this point. Here, there's 13 of them. No, no, no. Look. Are, are we surrounded? That's what I really should be asking. Yes. Fuck. Never mind. And we're all okay. spread out anyway. God damn it. I don't want to be arrested. I mean, hey, uh, not again. do they provide medical care in jail? I says, you will be well taken care of. I wasn't asking you. I'm asking the <laughs> fuck you. And I'm still punching anybody who comes near me. Yeah. Make a strength saving throw with disadvantage. I've, I have advantage, though. I've evaded arrest. No f- advantage. OK, I didn't look You'd- at that one. I don't know what it was because we were arguing. It probably was like a 20 or something. What is that? What does a 13 get me? It gets you thrown to the ground by two of these guards who pin you to the ground and and shackle you up. I bite. (laughs) I've evaded arrest for 13 years. I'm not going down quietly. (laughs) That's not true. You were arrested in the last arc. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Isaac, this is kind of a reoccurring theme for you at this point. No. He says, um, uh, bring them to the basement. There should be some sort of cell down there. And sure enough, the five of you are trudged to the basement. I'm still trying to headbutt the guards. <laughs> and you guys are, are thrown into cells. And uh, one of the guards reaches into his pouch and tosses you a healing potion once you're locked up. What kind of healing potion? That's uh, a greater healing potion. Okay, that's fine. Uh, he also hands one to you, Wiz. Uh, I drink it real fast, but then I flip them all off. 
Um, and as you guys are sitting in these cells, a couple minutes go by and a guard comes to your cell, Kako, and opens the gate. All right, you're up. Okay. I follow the guard. Yeah. He uh, leads you up to the second floor into a room you're actually familiar with because you've been in there before. It's formerly Singri's office. And mm. as you walk into the office, you see this lizard man sat behind the desk, his feet on the desk that Singri previously sat behind. And he's got his hands behind his head. And as you come into the room, he says, please uncuff him. Take a seat. Thank you. When I sit down. And yeah, he uncuffs you. Um, well, I must admit our immediate introduction may have been a little unpleasant, but you have to see things from my point of view. I walk into a home of a noble surrounded by dead guards and you standing over a corpse you claim to belong to the former merchant lord. Yes, and I understand your confusion. However, you do not possess all of the facts, or at least you didn't in that situation. He says, and that is why I have called you here. Mm. Is to find out these facts. I'm not sure if you've heard of me before, but I have a reputation for being unreasonable that I find to be insulting. I understand. People uh, think that I don't speak common very well, and personally, I think that I have quite a, a good uh, grasp of the language. Yeah, he reaches back um, and he pulls a book off the shelf. He says, oh, yes, I may not uh, have been immediately familiar with your works, but I've become familiar in the last 20 or so minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and from that introduction, I assume, no, I'm confident that you would arrive to the conclusion that I'm not a man who's interested in politics and who's in charge of what and taxes and all that, so long as I get to, you know, kill the monsters who eat the baby. Is that your intentions here in the city, is to kill monsters and protect people? Uh, to a certain degree, yes. And how did you know the Merchant Lord? Uh, we were hired to do a job by the Merchant Lord. We are members of the guild in town. We were sent under the mountain to hunt down a beholder. During our investigations, we uncovered several factions as well as some foreigners who seemed quite interested in meddling in the city. He cuts you off. He says, that's far too much details. All I wanted to know is how you knew the Merchant Lord. He hired you. Yes. And that was the extent of your relationship. We did also do a security job at one of his parties recently. Uh, and he says, is that where this comes from? He flips that book open, revealing an autograph that you had previously <laughs> left for uh, Singri. <laughs> yes. Uh, we met. He had a confrontation with one of our associates, and I placated him <laughs> by giving him this signature as he was a fan. And which associate was that? Uh oh. I can't remember. That's not a lie. I can't remember. <laughs> the the quote-unquote confrontation in which Wiz accidentally almost killed Singri by standing on a table. Okay, now I can remember. No, you. I. that's shut up. That's out of But Kako doesn't remember. I saw your friends fleeing the tower. Do you know what it is they wanted there? As I mentioned, while we were under the mountain, we found a whole bunch of people who were interested in messing with the city. I think something that happened down there may have also happened up here. But they went there to see if they could fix it. And, uh, did they? Well, I'm not sure what happened in the tower. It does appear that whatever catastrophe was going on has been stopped. Hmm, yes. All right, that's all I have need from you. Um, he gestures to his man who once again handcuffs you. 
Oh. Says, I'll be sending for your friends next. And he sends you back downstairs. Okay. Chicago, you're live! <laughs> uh, yes. And yeah, once again, you're locked in your cell. Your companions in cells near you. I don't see any reason not to just be honest with them at this point. Well, I mean, what did they do? Did they, did they torture you? No, he just asked me what happened. Wiz, the guard, after <laughs> dropping Kako off in his cell, opens up your cell. and uh, I'm uh, curled up in a corner, kind of like muttering to myself. Yeah, he grabs you by like the scruff of your, your collar and like lifts you up off of the ground. I'm a little jaded right now, so I'm just going to kind of let this happen. Yeah, he drags you upstairs uh, <laughs> and throws you into the room Kako was brought to, and he unshackles you. and. You see Iron Jaw, uh, and he looks at his man and says, Now, now, no need to be so rough. Says, I was uncooperative, just doing what I had to do. And uh, he shuts the door behind him. He says, So, do you want to introduce yourself? You kind of see Wiz looking down at his hands and then looking back up at Iron Jaw and kind of recalling the events that happened and then, you know, whispering to himself and kind of like patting his head a bit and being like, I'm just here to save my friends. No, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering. No, I'm, I'm trying to make it through. I'm, no, I'm just. He looks at you and says, you seem to be unsure of yourself. Who are you? He says, my name is, well, preceded by a title in most formal situations. They call me the Dread Captain Ironjaw Nakul, Merchant Lord of the Zetinian Archipelago. Yeah, that's a pretty unforgettable name, but uh, it doesn't really ring a bell. I didn't anticipate it would from the reports I've gotten from my spies. You are an outsider in this city. I'd like to think of myself as, you know, I, I can fit in anywhere. Certainly have made yourself fit in quite well in this city. Found a home pretty much immediately through your connections. Became buddy-buddy with the local merchant lord. That's not something that happens to normal people, especially not in their first month in a city. First of all, he never liked me. He assumed I was the wrong person, which just entirely racist. I'm sure you know. I, like, I've never had a pleasant interaction with the man, so uh, yes, I can understand. Well, I'm glad we could see eye to eye on that. But Yes, quite the abrasive little guy. Yeah, and then when he came to us demanding to do that job after his whole you know, party thing, when I was just trying to liven it up and he shut me down. Totally disrespectful. One of your companions mentioned a confrontation between a member of your party and the Merchant Lord. Do you know anything about that? Hmm. No. Make I mean, a deception a, he... check. <laughs> 14. Uh, continue. Listen, the man is utterly disrespectful. When he sent us down to those old ruins he was really setting us up for failure what was the job your previous companion kako mentioned something about venturing into an old dwarven city an army of goblins i'm gonna be real he went on and on wiz kind of starts like muttering like recalling past things but it all just seems kind of jumbled and then he looks up and he says honestly all i can remember is the pain of it Hmm. Piers, this one's not going to be much help. I saw you fleeing the tower. What is it that you wanted there? What did you seek? To help people. 
Is that your intentions here in the city? Is to help people? Well, tell my friends and family. Well, thank you for sharing what little you could with me. Guards, take him back downstairs. Wait, 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 wait. One more thing. Did you get that sick on your jaw? Like, I mean, just who did that job for you? Like, if I was going to go. You get see, like, like his done? brows furrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take this one downstairs and forget what I said about being gentle. And the guard comes in and, like, roughly grabs you and drags you down the stairs. All right. Oh. Let it happen. <laughs> yeah. And you see a couple minutes later. Wiz being dragged back to his cell and he's thrown in almost unable to keep his balance as he's shoved into his cell I mean his name is literally Iron Jaw he didn't want me to bring it up he shouldn't be called that oh my god the Wiz anyway uh, just don't bring it up what? it looked cool like you just calling out disabilities up in here? <laughs> I said it looked cool he comes to uh, the guard comes to your cell Isaac god damn it. nice wheelchair where can I get one? <laughs> And he unlocks the salad and he says, I'm going to cooperate or am I going to have to rough you up like your friend there? No, let's just get this over with. Yeah, he leads you up to uh, Singri's office. And as you walk in, you can see Iron Jaw. He's going through the books on the back. He's kind of scanning through, picks up a book, looks at it, throws it to the side. Do I um, need to dodge? No, he's not throwing it at you. He just tosses it to the side. Okay. And as he hears the door, uh, he turns around and he says, Ah. The other terrorist. No? Uh, no. Uh, from what I've heard from, uh, from the streets, you ran immediately towards a large surging font of power. Gee, it's almost like it didn't have that problem after we left. Fair enough. What is it you were doing there? Fixing it. Out of the goodness of your heart. Maybe I just don't want to die. Maybe I would feel bad if other people happen to get harmed by it. He steps around the desk, and as you're sitting in the chair, like, rubs your shoulders, like, really hard. Yeah. And he says, now, now, no need to be so upset. You're so tense. And he digs his claws into your shoulder. Don't jump up okay. So, okay. what really brought you to the tower? And what do you know about the shards of Sildara? <laughs> I have it on good authority that you're in possession of one. Shit. We left it with Issa. Make a deception check. Uh, 15. So that's not the story she told? Shit. <laughs> she says, uh, you were the last with it. Said she gave you an interesting map, too. Very talkative thing, that one. <laughs> Damn it, Issa. Why do you want to know? I'm just trying to understand your intentions here. I really doubt you could comprehend, even if I tried to explain. Uh, he looses up on his grip and says, Try me. He steps around the desk. <sighs> let me level with you. All I've wanted is honesty. Then let me explain where I'm coming from. I spent way too many years in Alora running from people like you who want nothing more than to interrogate and poke and prod and just have their fingers in every little thing. Why the hell should I trust you with anything? He slams his fist down on the table, on the desk, and he says, I am nothing like your Inquisition. The only reason you're, the five of you, are still alive is because I will it. Should I find 
your answers wanting, I will change that. From my position, you stormed the manor of one of my four closest allies and have his blood on your hands. So think about things from where I'm sitting and explain to me why you are worth living. If you're going to ask that question, I'm going to tell you I'm not. But that's beside the point. Those people were already dead when we came here. That thing that I assume was Singri, what were we supposed to do? Let it run rampant? That's all I wanted was a little bit of honesty. So, you came to this manor with the intentions of helping, just as you claim you came to the tower with the intentions of helping. Sure, maybe not helping Singri, but I sure as shit wasn't going to let my friends die. He says, I need to see what your intentions are. For now, I'm going to send you back to your cells. I have one more of you to speak to. And you're brought downstairs. And in a similar scene, you are locked back in your cell and Rafe, Mm -hmm. the door is unlocked for you. Okay. Are you just being let up? I just go willingly. Yeah. You head up the stairs to the office where Iron Jaw is waiting for you. As you come in, he has got both of his hands on the table as he's frustrated. Hopefully this is more enlightening than the last one. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Take a seat, Miss Maelstrom. I prefer to stand. Fine. You are a native here in the city, if, if I'm correct. Maybe not from here, but from around here. Sure. What compelled you to team up with four fugitives from the north? One, I wasn't aware they were fugitives when I met them. That information came later. And two, my relationships are none of your business. He says, from where I'm standing, this is all my business. I am currently the ruling merchant lord of this city in the absence of another lord. And seeing as you killed the previous lord, it is my responsibility to find out the reasons. Why were you already in the city? He says, I received word from your brother. Which one? (laughs) He says, Alvop, former knight of the Merchant Lords. I believe he was uh, excommunicated and left for dead after he refused to bomb the walls of the city. A messenger was sent for me. A man in a black raven's uniform approached me with a message from him, saying that someone was going to attack the city. Now you see, I had already received another communication. Regarding Singri and his... You see, I was friends with the former merchant lord here in the city, though I can hardly remember a thing about him. Don't you find that strange? I used to not, but, you know, now that it's been called to my attention and he hired us to dispose of the only creature that could prove his fraud, yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't like when people take things from me. So I came here in order to get payback Mm. for what he took. Plus, I met with the other merchant lords. He stopped paying his dues to the Alliance about three months ago, and we've heard about his haphazard parties and throwing around of cash. I can only assume that he sought to drain this country of its resources, so I stepped in to seize them from him. He claims, as I'm sure you've heard from so many people tonight, 
But he was only trying to help. It seems like everyone is trying to help. Mm. Yeah, well, everyone is so selfless. Mm. Yet, people are still being murdered. There are bombs being planted in the walls of the city. If uh, your companions are to believe, an army of goblins was raised in the underground. The chances of them being alive at this point is pretty slim. I'd be more concerned about the horde of spiders. Noted. Mm. <laughs> so what do you think of all this? These ravens? The eyes of the city? Singri? I think it's all bullshit. He laughs. That may be the first honest answer I've gotten all night. What do you want from us, exactly? Answers. And if we don't give you the answers you want, you frame us. Oh, I have no intention of happened. framing you. I'll just execute you. Ah, uh, and he says, All right, you can return to your cell. I will gather you shortly. The guard leads you back down to your cell. And locks you up, and you guys are just waiting for a little while. Hey guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't protect you better. I think we're all sharing that right now. But right. we did the right thing, right? I, I stand by what we did, Lessa. I just, you guys shouldn't have gotten hurt. I should have been there. Right. I should have literally spitting blood right now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if anything, we should have been protecting you. I should have stuck with the plan. For the moment, I think we should probably all just get our stories straight, which we probably should have done before we were all interviewed. Yeah, I mean, no, that, the story is sense. the truth. Singri <clears throat> hired us to do a job with misleading information. When we got the information about Singri being a piece of shit, we didn't kill the beholder. The beholder is still in charge like he always has been. Did anybody know about the shards too, though? Did anybody mention the weird wish monster? No. What mm. wish monster? The thing that gives him the wishes that turned him into a demon. Oh, you weren't there for that. What? Wait, what? There's a yeah. There's a thing. Uh, glue, glue, glue man. Yeah. Oh, fuck I yeah! First name I remember. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> when we confronted him, he summoned that guy and said uh, he wanted to use a wish, and then he wanted to be immortal, and then Galamar turned him into a demon, which is very funny. Dude, I thought I was tripping. Also, Singri said that I knew Galamar, so okay, that's weird. Perhaps that is pertinent information that we should make available to. Um, I mean, uh, I do know Galmar. In, in Fighty feet, man. how far away is Iron Jaw from me, roughly? Like, straight up, across? He's upstairs, um, through about two stories. Probably outside of the range of your telekinesis. 120 feet? Yeah, probably outside of that. Okay. Are there any guards? Yeah, this, there's like 10 guards down here. Hey! Hey, you! Yes, what do you need? Can you pass a message to Iron Jaw for me, please? Sure. Can you let him know... That none of us thought to tell him. Singri became a demon because he had wishes from Galamar. As you're telling the guard this, you hear footsteps coming down the stairs. Um, and it's Iron Jaw. And he says, Oh, hey. Now, that's an interesting thing you just said. He yells to his guard. He says, Galamar, is that the guy with the shrine down in the islands? Uh, and he says, Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Regardless, oh. this is a problem for later. Why don't we address what we need to focus on right now? Okay. What is that? I have found half of your responses to be 
adequate. I must applaud Kako and Rave for their honesty. However, the rest of you have left me wanting. Best uh, friends forever. Best, best friends forever. forever. Let's lie okay. way out of In this. the rest of them's defense, the rest of them kind of dumb. <laughs> Love you guys. He's going to say, no, I will offer you one last line of defense. He orders his guards to unlock the gates. All of our gates? Yes. And he says, I offer you trial by combat. And he pulls out pistol from beneath his coat. Okay, hold on. This is not fair. I need to take a nap first. Nope. Yes. No naps. One shot ends it. I've loaded this bullet with a potent poison. One shot and you'll be dead within 60 seconds. Choose your champion. Uh... It's me. No, oh. Rave. No. It's me. Okay. No. I put my hand out. No, Stop. I put my hand out in front of hers. Isaac, I need to do this. Rave, I'm here on borrowed time. If anybody's going to take that, it should be me. He says, regardless decision. of who you choose, should you fail, you will all be murdered. Choose your champion. I will do this. He walks over and he hands you the pistol. Fucking Hamilton, Mike. It's not related. <laughs> Um, he says I choose my champion myself and he draws his own pistol from his jacket you just made this decision for her a whole lot easier and he turns his back to you okay I turn my back just to be safe I'm gonna stand next to Isaac and put my arm like in front of him <laughs> just in case why Why? just in case you get the urge he says just in case 10 paces then turn then fire I take my 10 paces I need you to roll initiative. I got a 17 and a 17. Okay. You have <laughs> advantage? Advantage on uh, initiative. Okay. You both turn. Your gun is up first. I fire over his shoulder. You fire, and the bullet sails past him. He raises the gun towards you before he turns it on himself. <gasps> no! And as he pulls the trigger, nothing happens. He says... Strong to your convictions, to a fault. I like you. Despite your hesitance to trust me, you're lucky someone has spoken up for you. And he whistles, and a guard pushes Radic down the stairs. And they're covered in bruises and cuts. I, I run to them. Yeah, you run to Radic. Before um, Radic speaks, Kaka just lets out an audible awful groans Ugh. they have been forthcoming with information that speaks highly of you forthcoming really with a little bit of work yes uh iron jaw reaches into his jacket and pulls out a healing potion tossing it to you raven says go on heal them and i do sometimes you have to pull some teeth to get some information not literally Okay. I lifted Radic's lip. Yeah, I was gonna say. Sure. <laughs> they have all their teeth. And Radic looks at you, Raven, and says, Sorry, I held out as long as I could. I just hugged them. <laughs> and Iron Jaw looks at the group and says, You're all free to go. Though I would stay in the city. Why? Should I have more questions, I would like to know where you are. What could we possibly have that you wanted? It says, that's for me to know. I guess you'll have to find out another time. Ugh. 
and he lets out a, a smile as he waves you away. I don't want to stay in the city anymore. So, so we leave? If you want, you're free to go. Crew, will we leave? Or do we I just mean, live in the dungeon? No, we leave and go home and take a nap. Yes. Outside of the manor, a large group of people have gathered, trying to figure out what has gone on. But a large group of these military men are, are blocking their entrance. And as you walk up to the gate, they let you through and into the crowd. Uh, What's up? Uh, How's it going? Want to go turn in that, uh, that monster head to the wall? Yes. Let's do that. Astra, help. Oh, I plop Laura's head from Baggity. Oh my god, we've got two. Oh. <laughs> hey, let's put both heads in Baggity until we get there safe. Yes. Uh, oh, I pull it out and I put it back in. You see her like... like <laughs> her tongue just kind of like rolls out and then her eyes are like rolled into the back of her head. Must you bring out such gore in public? At putting it back. And um, Who is that? <laughs> it's Avis. Oh. Uh, who's standing in the crowd. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, I, I was sent to keep an eye out for when you reappeared. I had word that you were being held in the manor, but it looks like you've made it out in one piece. And she looks Ta-da. at Radic and says, well, relatively one piece. Mm. It was tough, but I know you're happy to see us. Uh, she says, yes, I'm very happy to see you. And then she looks like directly at Lessa and is like inspecting her like for wounds. Lessa's mostly fine. Lessa did. We take very good care of Lessa and Lessa yeah. kicked ass. Yeah, she was really stellar up there. I really did. I had a lot more control over it than I thought I was going to have. I am so proud of you, Lessa. Uh, we all pat Lessa. She looks at the rest of you and she says, well, I was sent here by Alfred. He is busy with the rest of the Court of Ocularies. We wanted to make sure you were in one piece after the teleportation spell misfired. You appear to be safe, though. Question. Is my hand going off? Not near Avis, no. Hmm. Um, you look over your hand and she says, I have been thinking about that. You haven't been able to come to the Circle of Insight recently. She says, I know you don't want to lose your hand, but what if we augmented you you're going to have to be more particular with your wording there and she says common isn't my first language i make the wrong idea <laughs> robot i want to cut off your hand yes <laughs> hell yeah it's what i've been saying this That's whole pretty time literal and i pull my axe that? out though i would not leave you wanting i imagine not having an and would put a temporary damper on your monster hunting abilities until you've learned how to Adjust. And I'm like lining so. up the sight of my axe to his hand. <laughs> she says, I have sent Isa on a excursion to procure a replacement. So we're not doing this now? Okay. And I put my axe away and I look real sad. Um, is it not possible to just find the spooky fuck who did this and then undo it? Yeah, but who knows how long that could take. I'm offering you alternatives. What kind of, what, what kind of robot hand are we talking about? Uh, she says, well, we've procured um, a selection, so I would leave it entirely up to you. She's okay. like, <laughs> I'll... No, nothing's so barbaric. Oh, the I sick as fuck, though. I would love an axe hand. I'll think about it once you have the things, but I'm not sure <laughs> I do want to cut off my hands. <laughs> Fine. If you really want to take your time with it, 
Really, I think if we chopped off your hand, we could probably track down who cast the spell on you. It's all very persuasive, but I need the tactile senses for monster hunting. She says, you're no fun, you know. Thanks, I said the same thing. (laughs) Well, the rest of you, since you can't come, when the rest of you find a moment, you should head to the Circle of Insight, meet with Alfred. I imagine he wants to talk to you about what happened. That's fine. I need to uh, give something to somebody anyway. I'm going to reach into Baggity and take out the big hammer. Don't give that back to him. I'm not going to give it back to him. I'm going to sell it to the lady I owe money to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so are you going to go run another errand while everyone else goes to the circle? I mean, I can't himself. go to the circle. But uh, like, we should yeah, do that first. Yeah, he can't go to the circle anyway, not yeah. with his hand. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to make an excursion at some, other, at some other point. Hey, you still got the speaking stone, right? Yeah. I hit us up when you're done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, Kako, head up to... With Lessa. I'll say Lessa goes with you. Okay. Head up to the smithing district, back to Elton's shop, the Arcane Anvil. You don't currently see Elton in the shop. Instead, you see her father, who is currently working the forge, and he looks up and he says, You're the dude with the cart. The what? Yes. The dude with the cart. Where is uh, your... That's not what I heard. <laughs> Did you hear the dude with the cock? Yeah. <laughs> You're the dude with the cock? I, I do have one of those. Um, my Less uncle owns a chicken farm. <laughs> uh, where is Helton? On an errand. Assume she's picking up supplies. Yeah. I can help you. What did you need? I owe her money. He pulls out a ledger from beneath the bar and sets it out on the window. He says, uh, what's your name? Uh, Kako Heo, famed monster hunter. He looks at the book and says, it says that exactly. <laughs> it says, Kako famed monster hunter, Ikeo. Do you always introduce yourself as such? Well, yes, that is what I do. That's a little pretentious, don't you think? I'm not. Lesser, what does that word mean? Uh, uh, it, it means full of yourself. Of course I'm full of myself. Who else would be inside? Like, that's just... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it says here that you owe oh, quite a bit of coin. Why uh, would she loan you a magical item of such renown? Because I am uh, that world famous. Uh, anyway, I do have this gigantic mystical hammer. I am hoping that it will cover the difference. It looks it over, brings it over to the forge. Pulls like a pair of goggles down over his face and begins inspecting it and runs his hands over it. He says, this is a fine piece. Are you sure you want to part with it? Yes. <laughs> Far be it from me to look a gift horse in the mouth. You could fetch five times as much. Sure, our debts are settled. <laughs> okay. Um, I wait for him to like, you know, strike off my name or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he Make writes sure down official. and crosses you out of the ledger. Cool. I probably wouldn't display it for a few weeks, but. Have fun. Uh, says, Don't worry, I have some people I know I can pass this around. Make sure it gets into the right hands. Wonderful. I uh <laughs> I must go. <laughs> and then we leave. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hello, whoever is on the other end of this listening orb. I have finally arrived in the city of Mornstead, and find myself at the doors of the illustrious Guild of the Tempered Dragon one of the most renowned mercenary guilds in all of Alora. However, in my haste to flee my tower, I appear to have forgotten my coin purse, and they will not let me, Marbles the Update Warlock, enter the premises. While I beg for money, I will deliver you the latest updates.
First up, we've changed editors. No more empty promises from the previous one. It is entirely out of my, I mean, their hands now. They are much more motivated and organized, so I'm sure you'll see great things from them. Until something better comes up, we are still active on the flaming hell pit that is Twitter. You can follow us at Tabletop Trouble and let us know what you think of the show. On that note, remember to leave us a rating on your podcast app of choice. It helps spread the show to new listeners. As always, our theme music is the track Light Years From Home by Andromeda. They really give us the sound we're looking for. So if you want to hear more and support them, visit andromeda.bandcamp.com. That's all for today. Time to beg for coins. Or help. Uh, at the Circle of Insight, the three of you walk in with Avis, and you see the the entryway is dark, like the lights have been dimmed down. You can see Charb sitting at the desk, and he, he says, Sorry, we're closed. And then he sees Avis, he's like, oh, never mind. Come on in. He's still upstairs. They're arguing amongst themselves. I'll try to pet Charb on the way by. <laughs> What's your AC? <laughs> 13. He nips at you, but you're able to pull your hand out Ow. just in enough time. Zans to yourself, pal. I give him some cheese that I have in my rations pouch. Oh, you're the best. Yeah. So when I bring you treats, you just get mad? Look, I just know I know you want something. I don't want anything. <laughs> you just got an untrustworthy look to you. See, Isaac's I, I dejected, like, completely dejected. You, you know the normal SpongeBob picture where it's just literally like this circle sponge like this? That's Isaac. How does it look like he wants something else? Telepathically, I says, tell Isaac, the trick is I never try to pet Charb. I let him come to me. Has he? Once. It was magical. Plus, the big man upstairs doesn't uh, hold you in the highest regard, so. Ooh. Just by connection, I'm uh, kind of indifferent. He's his uncle. So? Doing like the Charlie Brown walk like <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> yeah, you uh, step up the stairs and into the shimmering galaxy that leads into the upper chambers of the Circle of Insight. And as you step into it, you appear in a room you've never been in before. It's actually not much of a room. It's kind of a short hallway with a large set of double doors. And there's a small placard next to it that says, no entry without permission. And you can hear muffled voices yelling from the other side of this door as if there are people arguing amongst themselves. Uh, hey, Avis, do I have permission? Uh, well, I would assume that since you're here, yes, you do have permission. I uh, swing open the doors. <laughs> What's up, bitches? Yeah, Rave pushes the doors open and they swing open, revealing a large dome-like room with a circular table set in the middle of it. There is carvings on this table that reflect a, a large eye, and sat behind the table, just floating above it, is Zizix the Beholder. You can also see six other members of this court of ocularies sat around this table. <gasps> oh, I get it! Are you about to make the connection of the Eye of Beholder thing that you made a connection to like three months ago as well? Yeah, but this time is Wiz. Okay. <laughs> okay. As long, if it's in character, that's different. Okay. Yeah. 
To the um, right of Zizix, you see Alfred, the human wizard who oversees the Circle of Insight. He's a wizard! Yes. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Seated immediately next to him, you see a couple more familiar faces of people you recognize. Issa. The first one you see is Ostra, the head oh of the Oh my Axe god! Rest. Oh. The second one you see, Wiz, you have the most connection with. You recognize Tomlinson sitting at one of these chairs. Hey, what's up, my man? I'm going to go out for uh, our secret handshake. You see uh, Elton Swift Mallet sitting next to Tomlinson, um, which would explain why she wasn't at the shop when Kako went to meet her. And then the last two are people you don't recognize. You see a drow elf in a fancy-looking suit wearing a pair of thin glasses that he has to keep adjusting as he looks over the room. And the final member is a half-orc who is wearing like a work apron, and he has kind of a single monocular goggle over one of his eyes. But the whole room goes silent until Somlinson says, Finally! Someone here who knows how to get something done! Uh, and the rest of the room reacts. Um, Ostra kind of like looking down and, and twiddling her thumbs as if she feels like she's lied to you. She says, sorry, I didn't tell you sooner, Rave. I don't think you were legally allowed to tell me. You're right. They would have killed me if I had. All right. What other problems can we solve for you? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, no, more, no, no more problems. Um, hold on. <laughs> I think we should be let in on the loop. Well, I guess. Oh, I'm not purpose. I'm not actually volunteering. I'm reminding them that we've solved a lot of problems for them. Oh, so it was more rhetorical. Sure. Oh, Uh, Zizix turns and addresses the the party and says, no, no, no more problems. We're here to reward you for all the good you've done for the city. And he turns to the drow elf uh, and says, pay them for their work. And the drow elf lets out a sigh before he pulls out uh, from beneath his his jacket a large sack of coins, like comically large, like something you'd see a bank robber uh, (laughs) walking out with. And as he pushes up his glasses and, and walks to you, he hands you this super heavy bag and he says, I hope you'll find this sufficient. It's not nearly as much as Singri was offering you, but... Perhaps it will sate your appetite for a while. Yeah, well, Singri probably didn't expect to pay us because, you know, he thought we would die. And he hands you this sack filled with 5,000 gold pieces. Oh! oh. Ooh. Well, I gotta tell you, 5,000 is a bit of an upgrade. <laughs> I have zero gold pieces. I don't remember if I spent it all on fancy clothes or on magic water, but probably both. <laughs> I spent it all on baggedy. <laughs> oh, I still have Brogity. In here. <laughs> hey, yeah. can we turn in Brogity as a trophy? <laughs> Probably. Oh, he could be the talking head of Ostra's bar. Oh, I, Ostra, I have a phenomenal idea for you. Hit me up later. Come back to me. We'll work something out. May I have a new bar assistant for you. Two. Half says, you brought something from the ruins. May I see it? And he, he like stands up and like his his apron is like filled with tools that kind of jingle as he walks. How tall you. is he? Uh, he's like eight and a half feet. Oh, dude. Yes. I good, mean, sir. I don't. You're probably going to regret this, but hey, you want to get Brogity out? You named it. No, that's his name. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Uh, you'll understand soon. I reach into Baggity and I grab 
the remnants of Brogdy's head. He lets out like a large <gasps> as you bring him out of the bag. You don't need air. <laughs> You're already made of stone. You're a statue. It's, oh, right. I forget that sometimes. Uh, I am so impressed you can remember his voice. <laughs> uh, what are we uh, what are we doing here? And the half orc is like doing like a giddy step <laughs> as he looks at this. This is amazing. You must give this to me. Hey, 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 hands off. Well, I think he needs some hands on. And I kind of like gestured to the part of him that's been broken <laughs> off. He says, still, that is quite a feat. Giving life to stone, something I've always dreamed of. I do not have much I can offer you, but uh, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a small coin purse. He says, but I'll give you this, and it's 200 gold pieces. Well, is he going to get weird with you? this head? Oh, he says, sorry, I, I, I tend to keep my life private. My name is Maladar Doorin, the architect of this city. I've built the great walls, or maintained them. Oh, what do those towers do, then? He says, now those are a feat of quite some renown. They were built here a millennia ago by some sort of ancient civilization. They sap energy from the ground and can be used to enhance all sorts of magical abilities. Mostly we use them in, in case of a volcanic eruption in order to protect the city. Oh. Uh, Rogity, I think it would be best if I give you to him so he can help repair you. You can give me a new butt? I can certainly try. And you can see him like almost weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's he? Which one is Maladar. weeping? Okay. Um... Can I come visit your workshop sometime? Yes, absolutely. I'd love to show you my work. All right, Rogity. Also, you can keep the money. I don't want to be paid for him. He's a person. For, he can go where he for wants. A living being. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little hard. Rogity, here's slavers. your new papa. <laughs> uh, you can keep the gold. Oh, oh, thank God. I don't have to be in that stinky bag anymore. Also, he's not a person. He's a piece of it rock. Was, it was a... Pocket dimension. It's Can't not... smell anyway. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Why do you keep... Uh, you got me. <laughs> thank you for taking Brogity. Oh, no. D thank you for bringing him to me. Mm. It means a lot. We have a strict no return policy. No, I wouldn't dream of <laughs> We're it. We're not paying. We're not getting paid for I this. I don't want him back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go visit him. You can go visit him, but I don't want custody again. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes Brogity. Well, if there isn't anything else, I'm going to head back to my workshop and investigate this new discovery. Oh, you're just allowed to leave the oh, meeting? Yeah, weren't you guys in the middle of something? They can handle it. I give my vote to Zizix. Okay. Oh, we're voting? Can I give a Zizix? Zizix looks at you and says, All we are discussing is who we could possibly appoint to lead the city, should that become an option. And you hear the drow elf scoff at this... Frankly, I find this whole affair to be a waste of money. Mm -hmm. Things were perfectly fine under Singri. He may have been an idiot, but he was a useful idiot. Now the whole city is up in arms. We have a dead merchant lord we have to try to explain, and who knows what that cur is going to do to this city now that he's in control. And the rest of the group begins to like talk amongst themselves, arguing again. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward. Singri was corrupt. He was stealing from the city. He snapped. He started killing his guards. 
we stepped in. Alfred says he was very beloved by the people of this city. By using his wealth to win them over, he gathered quite a few allies who will probably want vengeance. But that's what we're here for. We'll shut them down. Zizix turns to you and says, Hopefully we can downplay your involvement in all of this. It would be nice to reward you as heroes of this city, but I believe this matter should be best kept between us here in this room. The drow says, I've had enough of this charade. We're not going to be voting on anything until we talk to the dread captain. Says there are more important things. Also, Ironjaw thinks he's already in charge. He told me himself he is in charge because Singri is dead. For the time being, we will allow him to play king of this city, though I do not intend to let him keep that role. Uh, and Tomlinson says, if we're done discussing, I'd like to leave. Uh, and Zizix says, fine, we'll call this meeting adjourned. They've been paid. We've figured out our story. Everyone keep your ears open. This isn't the end of this yet. The rest of the council begins to also leave this room um, until it's just Alfred and Zizix left. Are we done? You are free to leave whenever you like. I mean, with all the deception and politics and everything. Alfred says, I'm, I never wanted to deceive you, but I never wanted to put you in harm's way either. I do thank you for everything you've done for this city, though. All of you, trust me. When I say that I will not forget what you've done, I will put every resource I have to helping you with your cause. Should you need anything from the circle, you are free to come and ask. I will put out searches for the rest of the shards. Uh, well, maybe you don't have to search that hard. And I hand him the map, Issa Drew. This will be helpful. Um, he unrolls another map and begins copying this down. He says, you keep yours. I imagine that that will be useful for all of us. I think that should be our next priority. I agree. Um, Zizik, sir? Yes, what um, do you need? Well, I seem to have a problem in my brain. <laughs> my brain! He, like, floats over and looks at you rather intently, and he says, I could sense the void in all of you, but it beats strongest inside of you. You have been touched. Anointed. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, if we're gonna keep fighting this Ascendant <laughs> Council or whatever they are, pain in the six other fuckboys. <laughs> Can I just say, I really like the idea of, like, all of this ending horribly, and then Wiz ends up being the progenitor of a new race of beings. <laughs> <laughs> We, that could be our That TPK. could be the canon ending. Just a bunch <laughs> Shit, of stoned-ass well, blue people. It's not like people. we didn't have alternate timelines in the last campaign. <laughs> there's a good end, there's a bad end, and there's a neutral end where Wiz wins. Oh, there's a, like a million different endings. Just depends on the path you guys take it. <laughs> then there's the several fanfic ends. Is there anything I can do to subdue it so they can't find me so easily? The annoying one keeps popping in when I least one or two, which is all the time recently. He says, They've opened a door into your mind. With enough energy, perhaps we could slam it shut. Lock it. That entryway will always be there. I will work with you. 
in order to try and control this. I am the closest thing that you have to the council. While I may not be a member of them, their whispers haunt me too. Everybody's going insane. I can't promise you anything, but I will do what I can to help. Yeah, I don't see any issue with that. Are you guys leaving then? Yeah. You guys make your way out to the entryway to the Circle of Insight, out into the bazaar, and you see Kako approaching you. As you look over the bazaar, it's turned over, all the stalls have been torn down, and you can see people digging through the wreckage, trying to salvage what little remains. And there's a large gathering of guards just in the streets, watching over everything. It's almost as if this city has become put under martial law. And as you make your way towards the axe rest, you see an overturned bar. Tables are strewn all over the place, and you could see Ostra ordering around the members of the axe rest in order to get things in a livable state. She says, All right, everyone, get this place cleaned up, or I'm not going to serve any ale tonight. And you hear like a groan from the bar <laughs> as they continue cleaning up. And you see Erratic and Thorak. Thorak is patching up Radic, and she takes like some big steps towards you. I was wrong about you. I would like to, and she bites her tongue a little bit, I would like to apologize for any hostilities that I may have had or harbored towards you and your group, Grave. I'm cool. Cool. She holds out a, a hand to shake. And I shake her hand. Yeah, she gives you like a strong grip. I am still dying. Please don't <laughs> squeeze me too hard. <laughs> Thank you for saving this city. Uh, Ostra walks over and like shoes Thorak away. Just let them get some rest. Where do I put the spider lady head? Yeah, we got two, tr- two things on the, for the wall. So, oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take them. I'll make sure they're stuffed and mounted. There we go. Um, and she takes the heads to be stuffed and mounted on the wall. Um, she says, please, go rest. You look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go home. Uh, and yeah, you all go to your beds and rest up for the night. You guys hang out in town, slowly getting used to the martial law that has taken over the city. Fuck your martial law. It doesn't get better but it becomes more familiar. You get used to the sight of guards as it appears that Ironjaw Nakul has taken a liking towards the cushy city life and is mm. not intent on leaving. After a couple weeks of this, the town starts to come to life again as word of the Festival of the Four Winds begins to spread, a annual festival celebrating a extra-normal event that happens once a year where the four winds gather at the tip of the mountain. And it's basically a big party. Everyone celebrates. There's food, candy, people dress up. And it's the closest thing this town has had to normal for a while. And the citizens have taken very much to the idea of normal again. One night, you're all sitting in the bar. When you see a familiar face walk through the door, uh-oh. Is it Jorith? It's not. Oh. Who, who would it be? It's Eorith. Oh, shit, it's oh. the other one. He's wearing fancier set of armor. Not his military gear, but something that has led you to believe that he has more money than he had last time. 
And as he walks up to the bar, he places a sack on the bar and says, I have a trophy for your wall. And he places it on the bar. What is it? Ostra takes it and she says, do I even want to know what this is? Oh no. And he says, no, but I'd like to see it on the wall. It is my trophy after all. Um, and Eorth walks over to the table where you are all sitting and says, funny running into you again. I mean, not really. We work here. How are you alive? He says, I have my ways of getting out. Though I can't say the same for poor Turles after you bashed his brains in with his own boar hammer, leaving him for dead down in the tunnels and left the rest of us to die. That's the story I've told. Okay. To whom? To the Inquisition. Oh, the Inquisition. Farewell. And he turns to leave. What's in the bag? Fuck. Isaac, make a perception check. Is he still one-legged? Huh? Is he still one-legged? Yes. He can grow his leg back. Well, I don't know. Uh, 12. Like robot hand. As he turns to leave, you see on the back of his uh, arm, beneath some bandages, a black rash starting to form. Oh, boy. And he disappears through the door. Nobody touched him, right? No. I was gonna. Besides the bag on the table. What's in the bag? Yeah, you see Ostra, like, cautiously approaching it. Wait, 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 wait. Ostra, I, um... I pull out my alchemy kit and I use like some forceps to try to like pry it open. Yeah, as you do, it lets off like a fog, but it quickly dissipates. I continue to gently open the bag. Inside the bag is the infested head of Tuck. No! <laughs> um, Ostra, you can't put this on the wall. Um, she if- looks at you. I don't want to f- touch that thing. What Please. is it? Don't. We touch need it. to get rid of it. It's um, infectious. They know more than I do, but anybody who touches this will end up dying. She like. Yep. Get, get rid of it. Um. Baggity for now. No, no, no! Don't touch it. Is there a fire? I going? can make fire. There. I mean, there's a fireplace. I'm going to. Wait. Just want to say some last words. Your touch. Yeah. I know you didn't know him as well, Rafe, but from the time we spent with him, he was a really good friend of ours. I mean, it seems like he was a good father to you. You big pop, called him Big Papa. He's, he's <laughs> choked up. <laughs> I'm a character. I can't fucking deal with this. Okay. I just While pat his on that, the shoulder. I'm just going to pick up like two like fucking spoons and just kind of like put them in the fire. Yeah, you deposit this head into the fireplace and it, it crackles and burns before it starts screaming. Not as if it's alive, just as if whatever oh, parasite... Allison is still controlling it is is letting out some final screams of pain as it burns off into ash and as the screaming comes to an end ostra says now that that unpleasant tree is out of the way i have a job for you and i'm afraid you can't say no to it what makes you say that she hands you an envelope sealed with the seal of the dread pirate, Narak. <laughs>